The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're just three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. But did I say three, Jay? I meant two because this week we're not being joined by uh, uh, my my brother. And you know, some people have best friends. I think he's like my worst friend because we just fight all the uh-huh. time on this podcast. <laughs> this may be a 30 minute episode because Chris and I aren't going to be uh, uh, uh chirping back and forth the whole time so uh if, if you like that in the podcast sorry but chris a uh, little bit of an emergency couldn't make the recording today and we're only a couple days out from launch so look we got to do what we got to do right jay we gotta do what we gotta do that's all right he'll come back he always does yes and now uh, i do i want to say yeah, a quick a quick up? apology to to our listeners because we did say pretty emphatically in the last recording that we were going to be doing Haggard this week. So for those of you who tuned in, I didn't say that. No, you didn't On say record, it. Jay. I did not say that for the record. You did not. Uh, but Oh my God. Okay. Jay, can I explain this story to you? Holy shit. Okay. So look, we're all as, as fans of Jack Aston and, and people who are recording, we've got busy lives. I do. You do. Chris does. We are, our free time is somewhat limited and it's, it's made, you know, more strained by the fact that we have a podcast to do every week. So I don't have a ton of free time this Sunday. I had a, a few hours, like enough time that I could be like, dude, I can play some video games and watch a movie before I go to bed. Like I'm fucking pumped for this. And then I looked at our schedule and I remembered we had to do Haggard. So with my day off, I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll throw on Haggard. Why not? I'll get that out of the way. Surely it's not as bad as, as Chris has been warning about. I don't want to tip my hand too much. But it went from a day I was very excited for to one of the worst days of the year for me, <laughs> just because... I had to sit there and watch the rest of the movie. So fuck Chris for canceling because I didn't have to waste my Sunday watching that movie. So yeah, if, uh, if I'm permanently just gone from this podcast in the near future, you you might know why. Yeah. Honestly, you know, you might be able to connect the dots. I I haven't started Haggard yet. I'll say that. Honestly, good, good for you. You, you, you dodged a bullet. Something tells me this is going to be one of those things that we just keep putting off and putting off and we're never going to end up doing it. And then I will have, I will have had watched haggard and and i'll just have that in me like a fucking tumor it's just yeah. staying inside of me with scared. nowhere to like put it out to in the universe and I, it, it's scaring me a little bit see i had the same similar situation to you yesterday where i had a day off yesterday yeah and before we kind of figured out that oh looks like it's going to be a two-man show this week I was kind of thinking, wait, okay, this could potentially be good news because i don't have to watch that piece of shit right yes but <laughs> We're going to have to do it eventually. Somebody you guys are going to have to do it. I'm, as, hopefully it's not erased from my memory back then because I, <laughs> I don't have another viewing in me. So we got to do it soon. Like, I can't remember which listener suggested that. Somebody a bunch, did. man, a bunch of listeners. That's the thing. Like, but here's so w- there's a there's a discord that I'm a part of. Uh, that's like a major jackass community. Uh, great, great discord that I was invited to. And uh, I, I put it out there. I'm like, you know, a lot of listeners and even some people in, in there have been saying like, yeah, do Haggard. Like Haggard would be a great, a great opportunity to, uh, or a great, a great something to to break down on Jackass. And I was like, are people just trying to get us to do this because they hate us and they want to see us suffer? And a couple people so. were like, no, no, it's legitimately good. And no, I just, for the life of me, I just can't, 
I just can't see how they're being earnest when they say that. But we'll let's save it. Let's save that for the actual episode because I've got thoughts on thoughts on thoughts. I could I could spend an hour and a half talking about that movie and not even get into the plot points, honestly. Hey, man, I like to stick my scrotum in the door and slam it real hard, too. <laughs> it feels great. I suggest you try that and see how it how that turns out for you. Listen, what are we doing this week, Mikey? This week, we are doing the 10 craziest things I ever did with Steve-O. A video, the second video ever released on Dave England's channel, according to him, anyway. Over the course of six anyway. years, yeah, yeah. Over the course of six years. You see, the backstory here is that Dave hasn't done shit with his YouTube channel in, he's, he says 10 years in the video, so he's had it for quite a while, but I figured no better time to start than now. And when we caught wind of this, we thought at first... Could this make an episode of the podcast? And there's something here that I think resonates really well with what we do on the show, which is commentary of the stunts. And it's always, always exciting to hear what the people doing the stunts think. And you get a lot of that in this short video. So if you haven't seen it, it's only like seven, eight minutes long. Pause this, go watch that first, and you'll be all prepped and ready to go. We'll we'll drop a link to the video as well in the description of the episode. And look, if you're a Jackass fan, Steve-O's got his channel. He's set. You know, he's 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 got the consistency. He understands YouTube and all that. Dave Englund wants to get on board. He's released a couple videos or at least two videos since this one or this one and, and, and one other. Um, show him some love. Subscribe. Leave some comments. Uh, we want to see these guys do well. We want to see them get a, a source of income that doesn't involve them, uh, 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 you know, putting their nuts at risk or getting stung by bees and shit like that. You know, everyone deserves their fair shake at these things. So we'd love to show them some support. Uh, and this is kind of our way of doing that as well. We already did one commentary on the commentary episode, which was Johnny Knoxville when he was talking about uh, for, I think, Vanity Fair or something like that. Uh, his his or the top 20 most significant stunts in jackass history or something along those lines Selected this one's a little vanity bit vanity fair most likely yeah it sounds like vanity <laughs> fair yeah uh, that's what vanity what fair we, talks yeah. about right yeah the it uh, was, dude you remember that video though it was it was so there were so many weird selections and things that were like why the fuck is this in here some of the some of it, it was, was clearly fan service towards jackass forever yeah. which of i don't course, think this is this i don't think this is, is either totally not that this and, and some like. of some of the other things in the in the Vanity Fair one were clearly like a an intern or a page with the with the 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 magazine just looking up random clips like things that were in and just being like oh there's a poster for Jackass where they're holding an anaconda like talk about this one Johnny but this one's different because it's clearly Steve-O and Dave England sitting around writing out the 10 most or I guess they're saying craziest stunts that they've done together crazy is a weird word you know, in, in this YouTube generation, I think you just need an adjective in there somewhere and they chose crazy. It's just 10 stunts that they did together and they're talking about it. Like, (laughs) you know, some of them are clearly not that crazy. Um, but you know, I, I do like the inclusion of all of them. I don't think there's a single one on this list where I'm like, I don't get why that one was there. Yeah, no, they're just playing to the algorithm with that title. That's what you got to do nowadays, people. You gotta. It's all about you gotta the algorithm. Be clickbaity. But listen, this video at the time that I watched it was already at 11,581 views. Not bad considering this guy hasn't uploaded in however long it's been. And, well, no, Jay, uh, video's it's only up to like 100. Since... It's like 111,000. He has 11,000 subscribers or something like that. What did like I say? That. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. 111. Yeah. You're right. Uh, totally. Uh, but I mean, the video has only been up for just under two weeks now. So, hey, he's doing pretty good. Like, I think there's having Steve-O definitely helped give him a bit of a boost here. And having Steve-O sitting there 
right next to Dave on camera and just chatting. It feels very casual. I like the vibe here. They're in some sort of large theater somewhere. I guess they must must be doing some sort of show or something together. Yeah, there's a they were, there was this. a live show they were doing later that day. Yeah, gotcha. So yeah, this basically is um, just a top ten countdown, and we get our first. I think I did this backwards. Actually, I realized while I was watching the video, Dude, they, number, I did they the start same with shit. number one. Yes, they start with number yeah. one. And weird. I was doing 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, yeah. So this is our fucking version. We're going to start with number 10, which is actually number one, <laughs> yes, according exactly. to Dave. Fuck, he's new. He, I said this to Mike off mic, to Mikey off mic. It's Dave here is basically like someone's dad who doesn't know how YouTube works. <laughs> and he's brought Steve-O you know, his son or like the kid that lives next door, come and help me with the computer. I don't know how to check my email. It's, this is basically the vibes that Dave has given off. He's not too tech savvy. He's clearly just doing this because he knows, like Mikey said earlier, I got to find some work post jackass and good on him for doing good that. On him. It's just funny. You know, I, I, I'm okay with it. I also think that there's this weird like grassroots ground floor element to his channel right now, which is kind of enjoyable, like very low production quality. He barely asks you to like subscribe comment like you get in every single YouTube video. So it's nice. Like it, it just feels, it feels like YouTube before people figured it out and people just put up videos and some of them did really well. And some of them didn't like, there's this one fucking video that always pops up in my feed. I've never clicked on it because I refuse to. And it's just, uh, the thumbnail is just an old guy looking into the camera and the, and the title is like advice from an old man. And it's got like 85 <laughs> yeah. million views. Like what oh, the shit. fuck I, is that I know about? what video that is. I, see that I don't know anyone who's seen it, but it's always there. It's always I there. What I know is what you're that talking thing? about. That's hilarious. How is that? <laughs> <laughs> fuck it i don't know maybe that's the new way things gotta go maybe it's like all reversing back it's folding back on itself youtube's gonna go back to like this grassroots fucking you know just dads only it's just bring back geo cities man days. i want i want geo cities i want i want that back man those yep. just just fluorescent text on fluorescent background oh, it hurt your eyes to sco- yeah man i had my old dragon ball z website that i made on geo cities <laughs> oh mikey oh mikey <laughs> <laughs> it's true i did and i'm not ashamed you. of it that's depending fine depending on when you ask me that's fine you should relaunch it um <laughs> mm. so number one slash ten uh this is the sleepo nana and mikey you know already you know what i love about this video is every time every time you get a number mikey you know what you get with it just some nice like royalty free music or something i'm assuming that's royalty free yeah yeah rockabilly fucking royalty free rockabilly there uh every time and you're gonna hear that every 20 to 40 seconds and if you expect it to change from 10 to 1 it will not it, it will, will stay not. the same. Why would it they change the same it? Graphic. it works. Yeah. That's the same graphic every time. This is Sleep O Nana, which that's the stupidest fucking title ever, but whatever. Um they they just met these two. Steve O is passed out on a couch. Dave comes up with a banana pretending to you know, hold it in the um in the um uh, erection um, yeah. position. What's what we need a better word for that. The um, Oh man, no, that I it was erection position. That's position? I look, yeah. I took sex ed in, in grade five and six. That is what they told us. It was, yeah, it was yeah. he's got the bring... landing gear down at this <laughs> yes, point, he's got essentially. The gear down. Yeah, Banana yeah. is peeled and he's trying to just bring this thing up to Steve O's open mouth and see how far he can get it in before <laughs> before he wakes up. And Steve O gets really mad. Like he's he spits so mad. At Dave. Yeah. So he's that's pretty funny. One, they show like a, a small amount of it, but like this original 
original clip. It was from Jackass the Lost Tapes. Um, this whole right. clip was 15 seconds long, maximum. Like it's very short. He actually has Dave put like a little bit of cream on the tip of the banana and then puts it in Steve O's <laughs> mouth. Like it is pretty funny. And what's funnier is how mad Steve O gets and how young yeah. they look in this. Holy shit, man. This oh, yeah, looks it like, like feels like forever ago. Um yeah. But it, what I like about this one, you know, I'm thinking like, man, the craziest things you guys have done. And this is the first example where I'm like, this isn't crazy, but I do like it as an establishing shot of where their relationship was when they first met and barely knew each other to now sitting side by side about to do a live show together like 30 years later. It's, it's a cool contrast. So I'm, I'm okay with this one being, being in it. Um, but I have a question for you, Jay, cause I, I was considering this. How like we've seen so many stunts where Steve-O is sleeping and he gets pranked. Is there anyone in Jackass who sleeps on set more than Steve-O? Am I crazy or is he is he definitely number one with a bullet? I think we just see him a lot. Maybe they just fuck with him most, but <laughs> it's true. I don't know. That's, true. That, that's a good point. I, I guess you got to be comfortable enough with the guys just to be like, fuck it, I'm going to sleep. I'm just going to pass Or hung over enough that you have no choice. Or hung over enough that you don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. But you're right. It's it's like a death trap. You'd never, I, I'd never sleep around these guys. Not, you'd never fuck, catch me fucking doing that. But no. I do love that when um, <laughs> Steve-O wakes up, the rage in his eyes, he's like an angry bull. And Dave tries to reassure him in that way that only Dave can. He says, <laughs> it's just a banana. Just a banana. <laughs> it's just a banana. Like, no big deal. <laughs> and uh, that always makes Steve-O mad because, because Dave says it's just a banana once. And Steve-O spits at him again as if he's more mad. Like like that scene from Arrested Development where he's like, uh, uh, where Job's like, bees? And then Michael's like, beads. He's like, beads? He's like more mad that, Joe, <laughs> that he said beads over bees. It's great. Like, for so, some reason, that pisses him off even more. Now, before we move on to number nine, um, I guess like the question here is the question we want to know is, is does Steve-O like, does he just not want a cock in his mouth or does he just really not like bananas that much? That's a great mad? question. Or what was that cream? What if that cream was Dave England's cum? Like that uh, would change the dynamic of this quite if if he came yeah, on a banana uh, and then put it in there. That may be why. And Steve just was failed so pissed to, off. Failed to mention it in this video. I yes. mean, I would have loved to know, but <laughs> yeah. we'll never know. We'll never and, know. And uh, coming in at number nine. <laughs> Mr. Sandman. It sounds like you're going into Mr. Sandman when you do that. I always hope it is. Bottle skating, baby. Bottle yeah. skating. You remember this from the old Jackass 2, I believe. One or two, can't remember. But they lay all the um, giant, um, what do you call those? Wa Didn't we have a fucking argument whether they were called jugs or bottles? No, they they have an uh, uh, an argument in, in the movie because uh, they, they, they go to, uh, I think it's Dimitri, and they're like, they're like yeah. why are you calling these, uh, what did he call them? Not bottles. He called them... Uh, jugs jugs he said they're jugs or bottles or something like that and then there was like a there was a, a like that was half of what this stunt was about is whether they're called jugs yeah, or bottles yeah. like they don't use a deck or anything here though they got them all laid out in the hallway and you just want to see how far you can get trying to stay upright the whole time and yeah i love it uh steve-o tells a story here real quick that he did a sketch or not a sketch but a stunt at one of his live shows where he tried to skate on stilts so he got on the stilts and tried to get on a skateboard and immediately just fucking bailed and injured himself pretty bad broke some ribs so this was right before they shot barrel or bottle skating yeah and um he was you can even see in the clip he's a little skittish like when he's about to fall he, he kind of grabs the walls of the hallway and tries to 
break his fall. He's probably in a lot of pain and um, I don't blame him. Well, the weird thing about this one is we like, again, it's one of those ones that's like, you know, the craziest things, whatever. We talked about it when we reviewed, uh, I think this is Jackass, the movie. I, I, I actually forgot, um, but it was not something that we actually rated. You, you know, we're, we'll, we'll talk about a lot of sketches in each episode and each segment of the movie, but we will very uh, seldom review what we determined to be an interstitial and we thought this was an interstitial so there wasn't a ton in this one and i explicitly remember talking about it being like man steve-o's a bit of a wuss in this one like he overreacts usually he like really commits to it but they didn't mention in the sketch that he had a busted up rib so we just assumed he was like kind of being a baby and overselling it this behind the scene thing makes a lot more sense if he had a broken rib and he fell on that that would be that'd be gnarly oh yeah 100 percent. and i I get it and i kind of wonder like (laughs) Now that you're saying that, how much, how many times we've given shit to, um, you know, people in, in, in the show or cast members when, oh, you know, he could have did that better. You don't really know what's going on in someone's head or what happened the night before, or if there was a sketch they just shot that really fucked someone up and now they're That's coming it, off right? of that. It's something you don't think about, but now that you hear the guys talking about it, you get that background as an audience member. It's very easy to sit here and just demand that like everything be up to the highest standard. But I mean, these guys put them themselves through a lot. So you, you kind of have to remember that it's so easy to forget. Well, it's funny. Um, you say it's funny. You say that now, because in the next stunt that they're going to be talking about, they explicitly mentioned that standard Steve-O says standards for stunts entering the TV show were very, very low. And just about everything they filmed would end up going in, in the TV show. And, and this right. next one, which is our number eight, their number three is ice block skating uh, from season two, episode eight. Um, Jay, do you remember this one well at all? Yeah, I, I remember it. I remember us having quite the discussion on it. Like, I think we talked about this long, like for a longer length of time than the actual sketch was. And I Definitely. can't remember why that was, but I, I know was, there was some dispute over it for well, some there was, reason. There was some, it was, it was one of the ones where there, there wasn't enough build up and there wasn't as much of a progression. Like usually when they start with a weird stunt or a weird sport, they start really shitty and they get really good. This one was strange because like when it started out, Dave England, I remember was really good at it. Basically, they just strapped these big honks of ice, like cubes of ice, like honestly, almost like two feet by by half a foot or something like that. And they are like a foot by a foot by, by half a foot. And they try to go downhill skiing with the ice blocks on their on their uh, on their feet. And Dave England, being the snowboarder that he is, is really good. Steve-O was really fucking bad at it. And he ate shit. He somehow landed on his head. Like, he fell and immediately, like, the only thing to break his fall was his face. And you very rarely see that happen with Steve-O. He's pretty acrobatic. Um, But it's good to have these two talking because one was clearly the best and one was clearly the worst. Yeah, definitely. Uh, What about the cocaine usage? You want to talk about that some more? Yeah, so Steve-O says, or, or Dave Anglin calls out Steve-O and says, while we were doing this, Trip Taylor started yelling at Steve-O because they caught him doing cocaine on set. And what surprised me about that wasn't the fact that Steve-O was doing coke on set. It was the fact that Trip Taylor was really pissed off at him for doing cocaine on set. Like, I assumed everyone was drinking and doing coke on set in Jackass. Do you know what I mean? Like, was that a surprise that 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 he was pissed off? Am I Am I crazy to assume that everyone just would have been high out of their minds doing this stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Back in the back in those days too, you make a good point. Like the TV days, especially. Yeah how how strict were things? You know, really. I mean, it's not like they were big time stars at that point. 
and it was like getting in the way of the movie like i, I would say or, or of the shoot but i'd say at that point it was probably more just like the guys having fun so yeah i never i didn't really understand it either but maybe it was like an mtv thing I, who knows man i don't know do you remember uh top of your head do you remember what you rated this one if if i were to make you guess no i don't have it in front of me so top of my head uh i probably went low I, i'm gonna say like a three was it no a three? it was it was a five for me a five for chris and a five and a half for you you liked it oh, more really? than anyone uh but, and okay. honestly it's weird I because i i thought i liked it more than than my rating would have suggested at five but this was at a time season two episode eight where we were surrounded by some really fucking good episodes. And I think we were just a little bit disappointed by the ending of season two, episode eight, or, or some of the stunts that were included. Cause it was a little bit of a lull compared to some of the really high end, uh, uh, episodes that we've been seeing. So, um, the thing again, that sticks out with me is, is the very, like, while I was watching it, I was like, man, Dave's really got this down pat. And then at the end, when he's walking up the hill and he looks into the camera, I remember so vividly, he just says like, I was the best at that. Like, he's just so proud of himself. I'm like, you know what, Dave, you were good on you. Yeah. That's what I love about him. Like I said, it's always the quips, always the quips. Uh, moving on though, to number seven, I think, uh, there's a lot more for us to chew on here. Uh, no pun intended. This is the (laughs) vomit. And, uh, no wonder Chris isn't here today. You know, I had, I had a feeling there was some reason he didn't want to show up. Maybe it it. was this. That's Uh, it. He he seems to share a lot with, uh, with danger Aaron, apparently, uh, who could not handle being in the hotel room after smelling the, (laughs) the vomits. But I love that story that they do tell about Aaron. Cause you know, Dave and Steve are doing the omelet. They're, they're in the hotel. Like it, it, the smell is just filling up the room, but Aaron had just gotten injured skating. He broke a, an arm or something like that. And he comes in out of the hospital. It's been like, you know, just sitting in waiting rooms, getting checked and he's hungry. Right. So he comes in <laughs> and he says, what's that smell? Like we have leftovers. Right. I just thought that was hilarious. Like, I guess maybe when you're just really hungry, you can't detect the the vomit in the you I don't know, know man. I bet you. Maybe it smelled like an omelet. Maybe I it bet you it did. I bet you when you cook the stomach acids, it probably just mixes with yeah. that. Like you probably smell the egg more than the stomach acid. But I mean, you've smelled fresh puke after like a big party. Someone you know went and right. But I've your never toilet. cooked you that. Smell puke. that smell. I've never thrown that puke on a skillet. You know what I, I mean? I can't <laughs> imagine it gets better though. <laughs> That's, <true. laughs> That's a very good point. That's, That's a very the good thing. Point. Yeah. So. I, just the fact that Aaron ate it is so crazy to me. No, he didn't eat it. I, they didn't say that. And I no, can't I don't imagine know, man, he Cause he said he was mad after he found out. So like, why would you be mad if he because, hadn't? Cause imagine someone told you that the room you're about to sleep in, the smell that you're going to smell all day is cooked vomit. I wouldn't be able to stay in that room either. Whether I ate I it or not, that's just fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's funny what the perception, like what your brain will do once you know, like if we knew all the terrible shit that was actually in our food and like when you go eat a fast food burger, how many like skin flakes and boogers and shit land in your food? Yeah. Boogers and cum, people, boogers and cum. <laughs> go watch the uh, South Park uh, 25th anniversary concert. It was really good. Um, but like if we knew, if only we knew, I wonder how many things would just be off the fucking menu, you know? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Everything. I th- Literally everything. Um, there's, there's this TikTok account that shows microscopic images of everything around our house, like our computer mouse, bananas, butter, everything. And there are just little animals just fucking hanging out like Endor. Like there's like, you get these, these, <laughs> wait a minute. What? <laughs> it looks like, like Endor. Endor. You just have these little creatures running around like, ah, ah, like with sticks, hucking sticks at stormtroopers on my sticks of butter. No. <laughs> 
I want to eat that shit. Never show me a microscopic thing of anything I have to be within 30 feet of ever. I never want to see it. It's gross. There's a reason why we can't see it. Our, our brains can't handle it. It's like, it's like, uh, HP Lovecraft. Like there's these disgusting, crazy creatures around us all the time. And our mind just refuses to accept that they're there. So we just don't see them. That's, that's my theory on why things are microscopic. Um, do you, do you, by the way, like one major difference, we, we haven't reviewed this version of the vomit on the podcast. We did the season yeah. three version where it's just Dave England. Uh, and that's the version that most people have seen. This was from a while ago, I think from the lost tapes or something along those lines when Steve-O was involved in it as well. Um, it's, it, this one's good, but I kind of preferred the version that we saw a little bit more. It lets Dave shine a little bit. Um, because I love mm. Dave's character work, if you can call it that. Uh, and then also having Johnny Knoxville in a hazmat suit, being the one person on set who can't handle it. Very rare to see Knoxville in a state where he's a little bit, uh, 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 he's doing worse than everyone else. So I like those, those rare moments of weakness for him. Yeah. Minus a few points for, uh, no hazmat suit though. Yes, of course. exactly. You gotta exactly. have the hazmat suit. Gotta have it. You gotta uh, have I'm it. with you though. I like, I like the updated version, but just the fact that he did it twice is is hilarious to me. Like he thought, oh, that was good. Let's do that again. Let's do it. Again. Imagine doing that in it, not yeah. making the TV show. That would suck so bad. <laughs> it looks like such a fucking strain in the season three version. Like he's just not having a good time. And I almost, if you, I could be wrong about this, but I almost remember in the season three version, like he's not really happy to be there. And that could be just my memory. Making no, that that's up. your I memory. I almost wonder if it's because he's he knows. pretending to be so happy. Go lucky. Like he's, okay. he's just like, like, Hey, it's cooking with Dave. And he's that, that's when you get that amazing scene where he's like, uh, I must be picturing when he's trying to eat the whole stick of butter. Cause he's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. In that <laughs> he's part. Very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> he almost throws up. He's like, mm, not yet. Not yeah, yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. One of my favorite stunts of all time. Oh, God. Well, imagine having a belly full of uh, all the ingredients to cook an omelet and then having to get into the back of the roller disco truck. Oh, man. Number six, baby. Uh, I'm surprised to find out Steve-O was scared to get in the truck. Like, I, I would I would be for sure if I knew what was about to come, but I didn't really expect that from Steve-O. I thought, I, I kind of put him on the level of like, and they they reference this, of a Bam Margera where it's like, yeah, I'll do just about anything. So yeah. that was a surprise to me. It's, it is a surprise, but I kind of get the sense that Steve-O does everything, but he's always afraid to do the painful things a lot of the times. it's It does seem like Bam just kind of goes in it and like that's devil may care, like whatever, I'm just going to fucking do it. And sometimes he's like excited to do it. But I do remember a lot of situations where Steve-O is afraid or like scared to do something or hesitant to do something. And there's a couple of them in, in just this list alone. What surprised me more was like how afraid everyone was to do this one. Like the, yeah. the roller, like it's fucking dangerous though. Man. It is, it is dangerous, like, but it also, it, it just doesn't seem as dangerous as, as some of the other things that we've seen. And maybe that's why it's scarier in real life. Just because this is, there's real danger here. We have no idea. We're on roller skates. We yeah, can barely stand on roller skates, let alone when an angry Preston Lacey is getting his revenge on us for making him eat 50 eggs and, and drink a, a bunch of liters of eggnog, uh, and, uh, uh, and, and do donuts in a parking lot. This was this I can see why it was a, scary and I, I, it reminds me of the what was the one that came in I think Jackass 2 
was the or was this one from jack no this is jackass one jackass two has the medicine ball dodgeball with the lights turned off kind of a similar vibe to this where like how do you even protect yourself i know oh my god i guess we got to talk about the standout moment speaking of protecting yourself and they mentioned this uh steve and dave when bam just lets himself (laughs) go and preston happens to be like slamming on the brakes at that moment and face first into the wall now i kind of read this differently now that they're talking about it, because I'll just give some context for Steve-O says that Bam was just willing to go and he was up for anything. Like sure. he would just go a hundred percent into it. And they talk about how, when he flies forward and just no protection, doesn't put his hands up, just lets himself hit that wall full force. Um, they speak with like this sense of admiration in, in the tone of their voice. Like you hear it, like they're like, wow, that's pretty gnarly. But yeah. what I didn't catch on that first viewing I always kind of thought when I saw it, oh, that was not supposed to happen. Like Bam was trying to stand up or he was trying to reorient himself and then someone hit the brakes and he just flew against his will. And that's why he didn't react or put his hands up. But now that they frame it like that, I could totally see Bam just waiting 100%. for that to happen. Um, and it makes so much more sense. But regardless, I always thought that was like the funniest part of the it's, roller disco. It's and amazing. It is, it's amazing, but... Holy shit, that's like at the expense of so many goddamn brain cells. And I, teeth like how and he does a, that a shit. nose or two. I don't know how many noses he has, at least one of them. But no, yeah, I agree dude. with you because because the more I think about it, you know, Bam is great. Like, remember we were all the all the the skating scenes with Bam, like when he's doing fat fucks, and he's skating in a way that makes it look like he's about to fall down all the time. And when he's throwing punches against his dad, he looks like he's throwing with all his effort. Like he's got that professional wrestler thing where he can sell a fall and sell a hit really well. And I think he just has that willingness to just ragdoll himself and let himself eat shit. You know, he's a, he's a skater. One of the, one of the better skaters of all time, probably like he's, you know, one of the best professional skaters we've seen. So his reaction skills are, and his, his reaction times are amazing. I assume if he wanted to, Rather than his hands going out like this, he could have put them forward. I think he probably did sell it and good on him and good on Steve-O for still finding ways to praise Bam. You know, I know Bam's made a lot of mistakes, uh, but it feels like Steve-O is a guy who's always going to be in his corner. And it just it makes me happy to know that he's got that support no matter how many times he makes mistakes when he finally does make the decision to go sober for good or to get his life back on track for good. Steve is always going to be there for him. It's, it's, it's nice. And it's noticeable that he goes out of his way to give praise to Bam. Yeah. Oh, totally, man. And well-deserved. And I got to say that moment too. And Bam fucking, I was just thinking about it. You're standing there on roller skates, nobody in front of you. You got a clear path to the back of the truck, the back wall there. And Yeah, of course. Of course, when someone hits the brakes, you're just going (laughs) to roll. But I'm just thinking about the way he rolls. It's kind of like because he doesn't move. It's like one of those horror movies where the little girl is levitating and stiff in the air. (laughs) And then (laughs) she just fucking like, you know, like, I am the eye of Satan. (laughs) Just like straight forward at the camera and... (laughs) Yeah, like uh, like That's the scene bam. in uh, possessed by the devil. The scene in uh, uh, Hereditary when when the ghost or, or someone just like levitates up into the treehouse, like doesn't move anything, and just you like I it. know exactly what you're talking about. That's amazing, yeah, dude. It's it's gnarly. Go it's watch how, that it's again. How every horror movie with a ghost, a little ghost girl, ends its trailer with the ghost just quickly go. moving straight to the camera. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, dude. I, I I love that sketch even still, despite how stupid it is and dangerous it is to do. But again, we say this all the time. That's why people watch the show. <laughs> it's yes, for yes. this. Because uh, I ain't getting in the back of a truck and doing that. So hats now, keep off in mind, to those this, who this did. This one was was in the middle of Jackass 1. Uh, it, and, and that was Jackass 1 was when we really started to see the budget being put towards drawing out these larger stunts with a bit more of a punchline and a bit more of like a story thread through them. So we gave that one 6.9s all around. Uh, you, me, and Chris all gave it a 6.9. Still good, but not the best in, in, in the movie. Yeah, memorable for sure. I, yeah. Honestly, now that we're talking about it, I would probably would have rated that a little bit higher. I really like this one. It's, yeah. It's pretty good. Um, but we're about halfway through the count now, getting down to number five. This is the Beehive Limo. I don't know what's worse, being stuck in a uh, a vehicle just full with bees or full of a bunch of idiots on roller skates and disco <laughs> attire, but I think either way you go, you're kind of screwed, especially yeah, the, when you're Dave The theme is England. dangerous interiors of moving vehicles. Uh, Pretty that's, much. That's what we got here, yeah. And Dave, with the worst diarrhea he's had in a while, he says, now, they convinced him to go. It was like a photo shoot they were doing. At least that's what they told him. And, right. you know, they got him in there. And you can see, in the, and when they play back the clip and he says, uh, oh, no, seriously, don't touch me. Like, don't even, I don't know what's going to happen, you know. like <laughs> it, It's some bad diarrhea. And this does confirm our suspicion because we talked about this. Was this, A, real diarrhea? And, B, was this possibly a carryover from the hardware toilet? I would say... I don't think it was from the hardware toilet. I think Dave just had diarrhea. I think right, that's a Dave Right, because we, we thought that this was going to be like another, another version of that or another stunt where yeah. he shits himself. Like, we thought he was chock full of laxatives, but it turns out that wasn't the case. Like, Dave just does have a weird relationship with shit, you know? It, it just, it it's a very... It's a very significant thing in his life. I don't know his why. His bowel is a slip and slide. It's, a, of, uh, it's very much yeah. a slip and slide. Yeah. It's very yeah. much. But I, uh, I liked yeah. hearing that because we, I remember explicitly us talking about like, why does he have to shit so bad? Because they don't mention it at all I, in this stunt. I think I remember you saying that you thought it was faked. Like you thought he was just putting that on for the bit. I could be wrong about that. No, though. I don't think so. Because I know he didn't know that this was, that this was happening. So yeah. I thought I thought that what they did is they told him that for the photo shoot, he's going to have to shit himself. So take a bunch of laxatives. So and oh, then, like, okay. I, yeah, I thought yeah. maybe that's what they set up. Yeah, but wasn't the case. By the way, I, I will say before we go any further, this is this is the one on the list that I'm happiest to see. This is one of my favorite jackass stunts of all time. I love the B limo so much. Uh, um, and, and just revisiting it, even in the limited amount of time that we did in this video just made me so fucking happy. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's great. I forgot how great it was too. And I love that even after all these years, this can get picked apart and talked about even more. And there's little bits of it that, you know, we asked questions about that I feel like got answered in this video. So that was yeah. really exciting. So let's, let's dive into that and talk about some of those things. Uh, the first one that I think Chris would have loved is that Steve-O specifically references his wild boys training here and right. says he learned to just stay the fuck still when in danger around animals. And you can see that, but I wouldn't have put two and two together like that. It's him and Wee Man who both know, and they're just sitting there. You see him in the corner of the frame, not moving. And I always wondered, because the thing is, you don't really pick up on that when you watch it, but right. I your eye recall... goes to whoever's giving the big, the big reaction, right? Exactly. I do recall, and again, because this was so long since we had the discussion, but when we reviewed this, I feel like we were kind of alluding to this as well, where it was like, 
okay, these guys are just making it worse on themselves by jumping and kicking and you know <laughs> right, moving around. Right. I think that got brought up. So it's interesting that Steve-O knew, okay, like this is the way to go. This is how I'm going to get out of this situation. Even though the producers were mad at him for not well, how about playing that? into the bit. That's yeah. amazing. They, they explicitly mentioned that Jeff Tremaine is like, dude, you ruined the shot. You guys weren't reacting. Like you ruined the shot. He's like, sell it. Which- you don't you don't love to hear because you want all the reactions to be genuine, but I don't think that that necessarily ruins the aura of Jackass because I also think a lot of people are in pain all the time. I think you learn how to sell a fall, and I think everything still genuinely hurts and is genuinely scary. It's just easier if the actors or or the the the, the people who are involved also kind of like bump it up a notch, like show how you're feeling inside. Don't hold anything back. So it's like and then even. Because one of my one of my favorite like cherries on the top of any stunt is the fact that after the B limo, they have marbles outside of of the <laughs> of the uh, the limo. Um, we, did we mention I mean, everyone knows the B limo at this point, but essentially they're I just in the so. limo and they they dump bees into the sunroof and then close the sunroof, lock all the doors. So they just have to deal with it. But as they're finally escaping the limo, they have all these marbles outside. Dave eats shit. Everyone eats shit. Steve-O somehow doesn't. And imagine like imagine <laughs> someone tries to prank you. And you're just so cool that it doesn't work, even though it's the most gnarly prank ever, and you get in trouble for it. I'd be like, fuck you guys. Like, Jeff, you sit in there. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wave wave my arms around and invite bee stings. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. I love the way Dave too, when they talk about the marbles, he's he says, uh, I ate shit on the marbles and then I went and exploded diarrhea immediately after off camera. So well, th- the that's fact not that what I remember, is- though, that, because remember, he comes back. No, what? <laughs> no, because he comes, he leaves, he runs away, as he always does. He, just a typical Dave reaction, just sprinting oh, he, away. Then he comes back and he goes yeah. to the camera and he like waves the camera over and he's like, guys, look, I pissed myself. And yeah, they, show, yeah, yeah, yeah. they show he pissed himself. I would have loved to have seen him shit himself. That would have been that would have been a great shot, too. But I think he had to make a choice in that moment it was a very mass effect <laughs> yes. you know renegade paragon renegade. he do pulled I the right trigger myself? for sure yeah yeah or do i piss myself one had to go but it, it didn't have to be both and i think yes. he had enough bodily yeah. control to know or he's he like if i right if i show the camera the fact that i pissed myself they're not going to ask to see whether i shit myself so he's like giving them enough but not not the real business which is on the back side of him in fact, I give him props because it's actually funnier that the guy with diarrhea pissed himself instead of shooting himself. <laughs> that like, seems how like the fuck how you control work? one and not the other. Yeah. Or maybe he did shit himself and then he took his underwear off and put it on backwards. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, I don't know. Um I yeah. was the, the most the, the biggest takeaway from this one, apart from the fact that Jeff Tremaine was getting mad at them for not selling the reaction or mad at Steve O, is the fact that neither of them watched the Jackass movies. They're like, Yeah, no, we don't watch that shit. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, like Steve-O does, he does put Jackass number two over and say it's the best. But yeah, then right after, no, I don't watch that shit. Yeah, neither do I. It's like it was almost like it was icky for them. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I don't watch that. I guess they don't want to appear, you know, full of themselves, but... Regardless, maybe they just don't find it interesting. I, I There's people out there who don't like the sound of their own voice or seeing themselves on camera or whatever. So it could be that phenomenon of like, I did True. it and that's good enough. I don't need to, you know, see yeah. it again. Don't need to live I, through it. Plus a lot of it, knowing what we know about Dave now, PTS Dave, uh, is that it's probably pretty traumatic probably to watch yourself idea. go through that shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. One little fun fact that the last one that I picked from this discussion is that the driver did, in fact, get stung too. They said some bees went through the air conditioning duct and got past the window divider that was yes. put up to protect them. So that's why you see the driver running and taking his jacket off. Yeah, because we were curious about that. We knew he was separated, but we didn't know how he ended up getting getting stung. So it's good to know that. Well, I mean, they're they're assuming that the bee got through the air conditioning duct, which, holy shit, what a what a what a journey that thing went on. Yeah, actually, that that's a good point. Like, how did it find its of, fucking way? It's it's the lemmy it winks of bees minus Richard Gere's asshole. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. But uh, hey, you want to go from one set of bees to another? Let's talk a bit about number four: the beehive tetherball. Uh, Steve immediately looks at Dave and just says, "You just didn't learn to chill, dude. You just needed to chill." And that he keeps coming back to that. You know, um, I, I love that in this one, Dave. He says, well, I couldn't chill because I had the bees in my bear flaps and he's a wearing beer in my you fucking remember, ear, a bee in my fucking ear. How am I supposed to chill? Yeah, what are you talking it was like about? a bear costume, right? And that he had like one of those warm hats with the flaps on the side. And I remember this now, like in the movie, they got the setup. They haven't even tossed the beehive around the tether, the tetherball pole yet. And he's like itching his ears and screaming and yelling and. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I just remember laughing hysterically watching this in the movie because the image is so funny of him, like, you know, kicking one leg up in the air and his head tilted. It's like he's trying to get water out of his ear. He looks like Kramer in the season finale of Seinfeld trying to get the water out of his ear, right? Yeah, 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 it's it's amazing. I do, sorry, before I I forgot to mention our scores from the B limo, uh, I gave it a 10, Chris gave it a 10, and you gave it a 7.5. That was from Jackass 2. Um, but yeah, beehive tetherball, we actually haven't done jackass 3d on the podcast yet, so we don't have any reviews for it, yeah. but I do remember this one pretty well. I, I remember one of the funniest moments of jackass 3d. It comes when, uh, uh, they're asking Manny, they're like, how many bee stings until like can, can kill someone. And he's like, probably, uh, probably a hundred bee stings or so. And then Steve and, and Dave look at him and they're like, there are 50,000 bees here. What, what are we even doing? And then the, the animal experts like, no, 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 there's 50,000 per beehive and we got about six beehives. So, and they're like, okay, so we're not doing this. And then I think one of the producers from off screen says, uh, says, says, uh, well, just get up to 99 and then run away and you'll be fine. <laughs> it's just fucking awesome. But yeah, that, guys, that like setting that? the stage there, Dave was already terrified before they started to do the tetherball. So yeah. I think he was just, it was panicking. I think he started to spiral and the more he, the more he got outrageously like arm wavy and all that stuff, the more the bees went after him. However, the funniest part about this interview is, is Steve-O because he is as, as proud of himself as as like like he's so proud of himself about his the way he handles bees and all that stuff but he's like i don't even think i got stung once and then the smash cut to him yelling and screaming because he just got stung by a bee on the yeah. tether tether ball thing that, was, that was almost that was great. the exact same pose yes. as dave yeah. too the one leg up in the air trying to get the water out of the ear it's hilarious and i love steve-o's confidence there but it is also funny that he was wrong about that it just makes that bit that much more um enjoyable i i do love that um as much as he keeps coming back to that like chill out chill out with the bees he does bring up that when they did the um sorry i'm forgetting the bikini, forgetting the the bikini from jackass the bikini forever in forever like he does say that 
you know what, despite the chill out advice, like I just couldn't chill out because as soon as they started getting me there, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm yelling, I'm screaming. And you had mentioned, I remember, cause this wasn't that long ago. So this one, I I'm knew sure this was going to come up. Yeah. You had said that you thought he was just really putting that on for I the did. bit. So it wasn't boring, but I don't know. This kind of much- changed my mind. This, this kind of changed my mind because seeing the pride with which he talks about how he can handle bees and, and knowing how screaming and everything riles them up and makes it worse i i can't imagine he's trying to rile the bees up while they're on his cock and balls so i and and i don't think he wants to ruin that allure of like i know how i am the bee whisperer i can do whatever i want um so i don't think i actually kind of don't think he was selling it and i think similar to what happened to dave in the tetherball he probably just spiraled and started panicking and then panicking and panicking and that's that's where it all came from you see, this shit is very educational. I actually feel like this short eight-minute video has taught me something. I've gained knowledge to a question <laughs> exactly. that I think many of us have had. Like, if you've ever heard of, like, you remember back in the back in the old school days, Mikey, when they had the Guinness World Book of Records, and everybody would talk about one of the ones other than the fucking fingernails that you would always talk oh, yes. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. the man who did? I think it was the Beard of Bees. Right. Um, you remember that? And I do remember the Beard of Bees. The question was, well. How does he do that and not get stung? Like, how do you do that? I think what I'm learning from this and this jackass video is that if you're going to do anything that involves a large volume of bees like that, you're just going to get stung and it's pretty much unavoidable. It's how you handle it that really counts. That's true. That's true. how much you're going to get stung. But I don't think there's any scenario where you go into something like this and you come out without any bee stings. I just well, don't think that exists. Especially if you're doing something active, you know, like like uh, uh, the tether ball or the bee limo. The one exception would have been the bikini. Um, but I think, you know, him screaming and yelling would have riled them up. And people around him were also getting stung. Poopy's got stung while picking his nose, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, other than that, I don't have a lot more to say on this one. Uh, is there anything you want to close on with this one or should we move on to the, the final? No, I, just just that I, I do think that this is, you know, Jackass 3D is often overlooked as as one of the movies. You know, everyone, they're like, oh, I peaked at number two. But that doesn't mean three isn't worth watching. And this one oh, is a very on. yeah. underrated sketch from what sure. I would consider an underrated movie. Yeah, and if you want to make that argument, well, you can fuck off because number three is the <laughs> Electric Avenue, which is yeah. one of my favorites from Jackass 3D. This is, you may remember it as the hallway full of tasers hanging yes. on ropes, spinning and all sorts of shit. Everyone's dressed up as course. prisoners and, and uh, Johnny Knoxville's there as a guard saying that yeah. the prisons prisons are overrun. So they're giving them a chance at freedom, but they have to make it through the, uh, the Electric Avenue, <laughs> which is amazing. Okay. Here's the question then. If that was a real scenario, Mikey, if you had been imprisoned and you still had like five years left to go on the sentence, but they offered you this, but it was like a, let's, let's say like a hundred yard dash through, would you do it? Would you, would you brave it or would you just stay in prison? Here's the thing. Like this is probably just pure ignorance on my part, but this one doesn't look that bad to me. They get stung with tasers all the time on this fucking show. And and the fact that it's swinging and swaying means you're going to get a shock, but it's not being held against you, right? So, yes, I would do it. I would probably cry and shit my pants like Dave England, you know, 20 meters in. Like, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't last very long. But the fact that this one was scaring them as much as it was, everyone, like there, Steve-O was like, like, I'm going to I'm going to have a panic attack. I can't breathe. Bam's like out of his mind. It surprised me that that similar to the to the uh, disco roller truck one that this was as crazy for them as as it ended up being. Um, would you do it? Do you think you'd do it? 
To get out of a prison sentence? Yeah, probably as much as what about as to knock? What about to knock a year off of a ten-year sentence? Oh, that's tougher. That's well, <laughs> but a year is a long time, though. A year is a long time. Will you recover in a year it. after doing this? Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Depends how fucked up you get, I guess. Uh, man, the, the one thing that always worried me about this is what if someone got one of those in the fucking eye? Like it's something well, you almost don't even think about. Steve-O almost does. Steve-O gets one in the face towards the end of it. I don't know if you yeah. remember that, but Steve-O, Steve-O takes one to the face. Um, but that, so Steve-O does. The weird thing about this one to me, calling it like one of the craziest things that Dave Englund ever did with Steve-O, is you don't even see Dave Englund do the, the, uh, the, the, course you see yeah. him in the background but you actually don't see him doing the 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 tires because there's like the, the you know you got to do that like football run over the tires throughout the obstacle course you don't see dave england do it so i'm I'm sure he did and i'm sure it sucked but we we haven't actually seen that footage yeah but regardless though there's a lot of fear here going in and you're right you don't really get i guess a close-up of dave and you don't really get that experience but he does retell us a bit of a story about getting zapped and falling onto one of the two by fours and yes. he says he gets a hematoba in his arm yes. hematoba is that correct i didn't even I, know what that i never heard of that until he said hematoba I think it's supposed to be a hematoman um but it is it's on it's on the his elbow and you can actually see hematoma sorry you can, hematoma yeah you can it's you can actually just a big bruise um, yeah not even a bruise it raises it's like a blood skin. blister like it's yeah, ufc yeah. fighters get it all the time on their forehead okay that's um, what that is gotcha the yeah. the uh but you can see it throughout the rest of the of the uh 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 movie he he has it and it kind of doesn't go away even even in the b tetherball you can see it he's kind of when he's walking away with no shirt on you can see he's got a big lump on his elbow yeah yeah, that's still one of the standouts for me, and I can't wait talking about all of these Jackass 3, uh, the movie part 3. Like, I just, I want to go and watch that, so I'm hoping that that'll be in the cards sooner or later, because, man, I remember this being good. And I, I don't know, I, I, I'm thinking about what you said, about how people say it peaked at 2, and I would agree, I think 2 is the best movie. Yes. But going back into 3 and seeing stuff like this, I think they definitely still had that kind of um, uh, lack of fear for what would happen to them. It's like I just said here, someone could have went blind doing this permanently, like easily, or worse things could have happened too. Someone could have broken neck here. Like that type of thing could have happened. I feel like in Jackass Forever, there's a lot of hardcore stuff, but like you compare it to three, it's worlds apart. Three three was more about pain. It was definitely more about pain. Yeah. I think if you're a Jackass fan and you're not sure about three, go back and rewatch it. There's a lot there. Um, And if you can get the 3D version and watch it in that original format, all the better because the fucking dildos, man. The dildos. It's it's pure magic. No one had done anything like that before. You have to keep that in mind. When you go to the theater for the first time, I know, well, I'll save this for our Jackass 3 review when we get there, but I do want to say when you go to the theater for the first fucking time and see that. That's a life changer. I never forgot. That was better to me than Avatar. You know how people were getting like homesick for Avatar? I was just at home just crying myself to sleep at night because I wanted to see more of those dildos just fucking flopping towards my face. 100%. James Cameron watched Jackass 3D and thought, fuck, I missed it. I should have. I dropped the ball. That's why he's making the next Avatar movies, the next nine Avatar movies that he's announced because he needs to have a dildo scene in it somewhere. Yeah, I, I hear the flashlight budget on that is going to be unreal. So just the blue, the blue flashlights that you have to plug your tail into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we got two left to go. This next one, 
I don't think there's a lot we can say about it because they don't say a whole lot about it, but it's the enema long jump. The one thing that Dave does say about it that stood out to me was when he said, I had a rainbow diarrhea. Like I'm trying to put this together because I've never seen this before. It no, you be did. A- this is this is also Jackass 3D, but or uh, but it's 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 just is that a smaller in the movie. It may be 3.5. Holy shit! Okay, I can't but remember. It's, it's it's from that era. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but I'm excited to find out one day. It's That's actually it's actually hilarious. And and by the way, we should say that we will be doing Jackass 3D and 3.5 soon on the podcast. Soonish. We just want to finish off a couple things, do a couple more random uh, entries before we jump back into a project because that's like four or five episodes when we do it. Um, but this one's great. Everyone does an enema and then has to go do a long jump and they see how long you go. Okay, Here's the thing. That makes sense. Steve-O, you know, you know how Steve-O is super proud of the, uh, of the, the, the fact that he's super calm around bees. Like he's, that's all he's talking about. Dave England is, is, has that sort of fondness towards his shit sketches. He's, he speaks so lovingly about them. And that's, that's what I love so much. And he, when he talks about how he won this one, like he absolutely fucking won this one. Yeah. Everyone goes and usually what happens is they do the long jump and then they stand and then they shit their pants, uh, their underwear. Dave Anglin is the only guy who jumps and shits himself in the air. And guess what? He goes an extra foot and a half farther than everyone. So that could be okay. the boost that he needed. I don't know. I've seen, I, I've, I've seen, uh, uh, what's this show for all mankind. I know en- enough about space travel to understand that maybe the physics of shitting will push him that extra foot. I, I don't know. If this is a 3.5 thing, I got to go find it because I can't remember if I've seen it. But it's amazing. It's I'm amazing. Just, I, I just for a second, just for a second. And listeners at home, you can follow along with us on this one if you want. Just, Mikey, just picture what it would be like to <laughs> be full of fluid and then have to run while holding it in like that. I could just feel it. That feeling of just like, okay, it'd be tight asshole cheeks together and then trying to jump. Like, I don't think there's any scenario where you can <laughs> jump and it doesn't come out. Like you can keep that. No, but the point is that it has to come out and that's why they, but like oh, no one's willing yeah. to, no one's really willing to give it until they land. And the funniest thing about this one is like, I don't care if it's planned for the camera. I don't care if you just did an enema. There's no way you can't shit yourself on camera without feeling a little bit of shame, just a little bit of shame. And everyone does except for Dave. He's so proud of himself for having shit. (laughs) He's so happy about it. It's amazing. Oh my God. Okay. So it turns out there was a lot more to talk about there than I anticipated. And I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, But we got to move on to the final one. And uh, if you're not sick of that rockabilly stock music by now, you can take a a deep breath. It's going to be over right after this. This is, according to Dave, number 10, uh, number one for us. This is the brick drop. This is the first thing they were going to shoot, according to Dave, for the new movie. This is, if you don't recall, the four guys with uh, up on a high platform, like almost like a gallows, if you will. Yes. Except it's not... We're not hanging by the neck this time. We're hanging by the cock and balls. Well, Steve-O, and, Steve-O uh, said it was an homage brick. to old school, which I didn't realize. When yes, they, he does they, I, I, It makes total sense because in, in old school, they stand. It's like a trust fall thing where they stand on this ledge and they have to drop a cinder block, which is tied to a rope, which is tied to their dick. Um, they do that. But the trust is that only two people are going to uh, to have the, the rope short enough that it right. essentially rips their dick off. This one's hard for me to even talk about. This one grosses me the fuck out because of what happens to Dave England's dick. Ugh, I hate it. I hate it. I like this. This is just 
especially because what they do is they anchor the they tie it behind the cock and balls. And they say that as though that's supposed to be protecting you. But I almost would have rather just tied it to the dick because I'd worry it just pops you. Like, what if what if the rope just like pushed your testicle out of your urethra? Like, I'm, I'm thinking it like pops it out. I don't know science that well. But I or feel like, like your it just ball ends up in your shaft under the yes, exactly. It just pops it right out. <laughs> That's what I picture happening in this one. And it's just it's so disgusting. Dave breaks his dick just about fucking hell. It's so gross. Yeah, you're right. Thinking about it is hard. Um, God. And, you know, I like I love Dave's enthusiasm, though, because he goes into it saying like it was the first thing we we're going to shoot. I'm going to have a positive attitude about this. He says he wasn't even thinking about how much it was going to hurt or how dumb of an idea it was. Uh-huh. He was just happy to be there. And yeah, <laughs> he's d- certainly not feeling that way afterwards, if I recall. But man, like you're you're so right. Where where really could you tie this though that it wouldn't cause damage? Because I mean, Nowhere. if you didn't do the balls, if you just did the shaft, maybe they're worried it would just like rip your dick clean off and you'd just be left with a <sighs> set of balls. Like maybe maybe having that anchor. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like putting on the brake brakes because once the the rope tightens around your scrotum, it kind of has a stopping point. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a fuck. I don't, I'm not a fucking ex- expert. At this well, stuff, according to Steve, that's what happened because like, it created enough of an anchor that it snapped the rope. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, but with- the, the thing that I don't get here is why do this because it's <laughs> jackass. Yeah, but I mean. I like I I don't know man I like having a dick more than I like doing a sketch if if I'm one of those guys I don't know I think it'd be too risky I, I this would be yeah. one that I would like I'd pull a Pontius and say hey I'll do this other thing if you don't make me do this one honestly you know? this one just I'll felt drink like whatever you want yeah I would I would rather drink a cup of uh, of horse semen than than doing than doing this one this one just creeps me the fuck out I I I, I it, it even like I said it hurts me to talk about this one. But you know what I, I noticed in this when they're when they're talking about it, I don't I don't know if you if you if you picked up on this, Jay. In this interview, Dave England is sitting next to Stevo, and his right arm is so much stronger than his left arm, like wildly stronger than his left arm to the point where it's like concern. I almost didn't want to bring it up because I'm like, is something wrong or is he just the strongest right arm person in the world? I'm going to share this image with you. OK, okay. Um Tell me, tell me, uh, tell me if you can see, can you see my, my screen here? Not yet. Okay. Hang on. Let me see. Let me see if I can do this. Otherwise I'm just going to have to, uh, okay, here we go. Check this out. Okay. You can see this. You can see this here. Oh yeah. Now it's, it's, it's that whole thing where it's like, it's like a thousand of my screen. The, the hall of mirrors. Yeah. Okay. Watch, watch this. All right. All right. Are you actually screen capped it? Yeah. Oh, oh, look at. Look at his his right arm versus his there? left arm. That is insane, isn't it? Is that just the camera? I wonder if it's because they're using a fisheye lens. You know how it distorts at the end of the lens to it, get it them both could in be, frame? But it, you don't see it like that on Stevo. Huh. Yeah. Whoa, that is some it's, weird It's pretty shit. crazy. It's pretty crazy. So is I'll, I'll show that. arm is laying down? I don't understand at all. What am I looking at there? Like, that is the weirdest shit. If you're, uh, if you're listening to this and you want to see what I just shared, uh, head over to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can just search Jackass and, uh, and you can see it there. But that, I was like, he looks like a fucking superhero. He looks like, like Hulk halfway through his trans, transformation. Like, he's just yeah. like almost there. Like Mikey will put that on the social media and he'll put a big red circle on the uh, right bicep there with yes. the, uh, with the subtitle circle. It. What I'm not pesticides need- are doing to your, your children. Like, you know, <laughs> exactly. the 15 dangers of, 
Yeah, it's going to be one of those. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, so it'll that be was, a conspiracy to explain why aliens exist somehow. It'll it'll all loop together. That's Chris's job. That That's that's more of a Chris thing than a me thing. But yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's it. That's that's the those are the 10 sketches, the 10 stunts, the 10 craziest things that Dave Anglin did with Steve-O. What did you think of this list overall? I think that it needs a better edit. Uh, let's start at number 10 next time, Dave. Yeah. But you're doing good. Points for effort. <laughs> he'll figure it out but my dad took some time too you know it's it's the internet's a confusing thing no but overall yeah, hey, seriously hey, what's, what's your dad's youtube channel what, what what's he do yeah right yeah i wish he had one uh <laughs> <laughs> talking about all go. the other kids in the world he'd rather have and each yeah, one of his exactly, videos highlights yeah. one of them all of yeah. them are list videos <laughs> <laughs> and macaulay culkin's in at least seven of those malala I, I don't know is number one in most of them yeah yeah. Yeah. But uh no, this list is um it's a good list. I actually like that it was picked by the guys. And I was thinking about this after I finished watching it. It's like there wasn't a lot of high octane shit in there, but it's probably just because it had to be stuff that the two of them did together and they really probably haven't had a ton of experience together. In fact, drumming together this list was probably a bit of a a stretch for them because they had to figure out, okay, like what have we done? And you can tell like the fact that there's, there's certain things in here, just like, uh, going back to the, the banana at the beginning, it's like, I wouldn't really call that a jackass sketch, but it's something they did together, I guess. Um, overall it was fun though. Like I think more than the list being good or bad, I just liked seeing the two of them together talking because I don't think we've really had that interaction between these two to this level yet. So that was England's England's been on wild ride a couple of times and those are all there. Those are always fun. Um, but you know, I, I think, I think Dave England is, I've always said probably my favorite member of jackass, uh, and Steve-O is, is close as well. He's fantastic. So to have two, these two juggernauts, what I would consider to be juggernauts, uh, who aren't always front and center, I, I think this is great. You know, I, and by that I mean, you know, you always got Johnny Knoxville and you always got Bam. Those guys are like the stars. Um, and then there's kind of a supporting cast, and of the supporting cast, I've always loved Dave and I've always loved Steve-O. So oh, yeah. to get we them side by side is great. Give a little bit of insight into some of these things that I didn't realize before. I'm I'm a big fan. And I, I do kind of like how raw it is. I don't know how mm. much of an appeal that will have six months from now, but to see the channel just starting out, you're going to see a lot of improvement, I think, to the overall quality of his of Dave's videos. But definitely check it out. It's it's like like we said, a nine minute video with an hour's worth of discussion topics uh, like we just got through in, in this one. So yeah. uh, you'll enjoy it. Fast forward to 12 months from now and Dave's videos might look something more like Hey guys, listen, I know it's been a while since I've I've uploaded, Uh, listen, it's just, I, this algorithm keeps changing, you know, I'm uploading, YouTube isn't showing you my videos, I don't know what to do anymore, and it frequent, I I just, I feel like I gotta go on a bit of a vacation, so I know some of you won't understand, you'll miss me every week, but I just need to do this for me, you know, I feel like YouTube is taking over my life. Uh, <laughs> he's doing he's gonna a have somber creator goodbye burnout. already yeah, yeah yeah creator burnout in in uh addition so here's to me PTSD. opening up a can of bees in front of me and hoping that this video tricks the algorithm into getting yeah. more people to watch yeah but which I, I probably think will this is i'm happy like I, I know i'm poking fun but i'm happy to see dave doing some stuff because i really genuinely enjoy hearing dave talk uh he's just fun to listen to i think he has he probably has a lot of good stories. And the thing that I said this to you, Mikey, Dave always is very positive and always very down to earth. And he seems like the kind of guy who would talk about just about anything and have a good laugh with you. And I like that. Like we need more of that and less of the, 
not to say any of the jackass guys are like this, but just with anything in general that involves celebrity appearances, like we don't need the ego to be more up front and center than the stories and yes. the memories. And Dave's very, very good at that. He has almost no ego at all. I'd say. Yeah, very, that's a good point. Yeah. It, you so really like get that. that sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had, um, a, I had a great time. I love discussions like this. If you have any other smaller YouTube clips that you think might work out for us, you can email us jackasspod at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials at jackasspod. But before we go, uh, um, I wanted to give a shout out to a friend of ours. Uh, he's got a, a large presence over on TikTok, Instagram. He's an artist. He's a wannabe stuntman, comedian, lifelong jackass fan. And uh, he's actually written a song that was done in commemoration of fans of jackass and of jackass in general. His name hey. is is that's you and me that's also just like us we've got a a lot going on here uh he goes by the name uh johnny knottsville he's written this little note uh i'm johnny knottsville welcome to half-ass i'm an amateur wannabe stunt comedian slash lifelong jackass enthusiast who started an online presence to work on and highlight his love for all jackass things uh, or all things jackass he also has a music project directly related to his content uh called random hero spelled r-n-d-m-h-3-r-o and he wrote and recorded a tribute to anyone who grew up watching jackass in the franchise itself the song highlights how through a chaotic life he's found peace in grown men over using the term gym dog big thanks to the jackass guys for allowing me to uh this opportunity to to show this song half ass for never so this is going to be kind of a premiere we're going to jump to this uh and this is actually going to kind of see us out as opposed to our usual uh, uh theme music that we do the song is called half ass in parentheses don't try this at home by random hero once again r-n-d-m-h-3-r-o and cape claw available on all major platforms including spotify it's available now you can find him at johnny knottsville main on tiktok or at johnny dot on instagram uh so big thanks to sending him big thanks uh to giving us the opportunity to premiere the song and uh and, and we'll we'll get to that as, as as soon as we say our goodbyes jay i, I don't know if you're ready to say our goodbyes but what do you, what do you hey, think baby i'm ready especially when we have a special guest appearance here and thank you so much for uh just composing a song that is targeted towards jackass and jackass fans. That's such 100%. a cool idea. Yeah. And uh, I'm really excited to hear this. So uh, I'm glad that we're, we're able to share that. I, I will say this before we sign off the last thing. And it's the thing Dave England ends the video with. And I just loved this. <laughs> oh, Steve yeah. looks at him and this is very <laughs> fitting. Do you have anything to promote? Uh, this video <laughs> his own channel steve like, yeah, asked him on his own channel if he wants to promote anything and then it's just gold of course he has what i have two videos leave me alone steve but at the end of the video dave says one other thing that stood out to me and i just want to i just want to give dave a, um, a shout out here too because he says i have about 700 subs right now i think at the time of watching for me he was up to 26.6k yeah. so pretty fucking impressive if you haven't subscribed to dave on youtube yet please go do that as well and show him some love uh, his channel it's just, it just comes up as dave england so there you go go check that out and that's all i gotta say thank you for joining us for this look at dave and steve best of friends uh it was a fun time and we'll see you next week on jackass until then Bye, I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye, I'm Chris Aridworth. Bye, I'm Mikey Aridworth. And this has been Jackass, and this is Half-Ass Don't Try This at Home by Random Hero and Cape Claw.